and welcome to this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to talk, be talking about retirement hobbies and activities. Hey, Katie. Uh, as always, we have Tim Reagan, the founder here at Prairie View, and I'm Katie Umland, uh, the head of marketing here. Okay, so a little bit better of a topic than some of our previous. Yeah, I think the last time we were on, we were talking about uh, what happens if your spouse dies. Death. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> hopefully this will be much more fun yeah. than uh, and that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> um, we just kind of wanted to take some time um, and talk about the importance of why you would want to have some hobbies and activities in retirement, how that can affect your life and uh, really finding purpose in retirement. Yeah, for sure. So it's funny when you think about retirement, a lot of times uh, it depends on who you talk to. There are people that picture themselves sitting on the rocking chair on the front porch and kind of really doing nothing. Uh, and then there are people like, man, I can't wait to retire because I have this whole list of things to do. And uh, really, I was recently reading a book uh, that was outstanding, and, and it phrased it in a way that I thought was uh, unique or a little bit different. And it, it talked about the difference between uh, lifespan and health span. Uh, and those two things can be very different. And so when you start thinking about that, uh, you know, medicine today has done a really good job of getting us to live a long time, mm -hmm. but sometimes the last decade is kind of a missed decade because really we see a lot of things starting to, uh, to decline a little Unravel. bit. Yeah. And so what we found is that many times for those people that when they retire, that find a hobby, that get into some other things, really extend their health span beyond what maybe their, uh, they normally would have if they become a little more sedentary and that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, it is a huge topic uh, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something yeah. that it's like, now I've got this free time. I get to do all this fun stuff. Uh, but sometimes it's, uh, it's overwhelming too. So. And just being purposeful, like you don't want to waste all your kind of active years thinking like, Oh great. Let's, uh, let's sit on the beach every day. And then you're like, Oh wait, I also wanted to climb that mountain. And, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but shoot, now I'm 75 rather than 65. And yeah. Yeah. And things look <laughs> things different look now. Different now. Yeah. Well, and the, the crazy thing is that, uh, the analogy I always think about is, uh, I think about like five-year-old Timmy. Uh, if, if at five years old, I'm given, 20 bucks and we go into Walmart and my mom says, here's 20 bucks, go buy whatever you want with your 20 bucks. You're there for three hours. And, and I am miserable <laughs> and I, and I have found nothing, right? Uh, versus if my mom says, here's 20 bucks and here's this section mm -hmm. of the store, find something in this section, I will find something and I'll be thrilled with it. And I'll be excited about it. And so sometimes when people hit retirement, I think really that can happen and I can get paralyzed and I can think I have too much I want to do. I don't know where to start. Yeah, I don't know where to start and all that kind of stuff. And so really some of this goes to uh, helping to develop a plan on the way into retirement. So you can think, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, it doesn't have to be obviously a plan scheduled out like you when you were working, uh, but to have some idea, you know, like maybe it is, you know what, for the first month, I ain't doing nothing. I am not getting out of bed yep. before 10 yep. or whatever. And, um, and then you suddenly can't sleep past 430. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so it can be, and, but then you say, but then after that, here are the things or here's how I'm going to attack this and what I'm going to, going to try to do. Well, it's kind of funny when we were preparing for this uh, episode, I was thinking about how, you know, I'm having my second child in, in September and how my life will just kind of change a little bit and maybe not so work focused, more mom focused mm -hmm. at home. Um, and I was thinking it is kind of similar in some ways to retirement and planning a purposeful 
motherhood or, you know, stay at home mom life, like, what do I want that to look like? Do I For sure. want to just stay home all day with the kids or do I want to have 10 activities planned every day? Do I want to have swim lessons? Do I want to, well, know, yeah, it's kind of like, and it goes both ways, right? So, cause you're, you have to be thinking in your case, you have to be thinking both about your own personal development, your own personal fulfillment, but also then how am I, what am I going to introduce into our schedule that is going to fulfill the kids and help them to develop and grow and have mm-hmm. different experiences and, you know, the experiences that I want them to have to turn out to the, be the people I want them to be. And also similarly, okay, I'm potentially exiting the workforce, at least some in, in some capacity. So there goes a whole chunk of people. Oh, for, yeah, your whole social. See yep. every day. Um, so I'm not commuting. I'm not potentially, I'm not going to the same lunch places every day that I would if I was working. So yeah. there goes a whole nother chunk of people. So it's kind of learning how to make friends again. Well, and it's, yeah, it's kind of funny that you say that because, uh, you know, I think, I think back to when our kids were little and I'd come home and, and Sarah would be like, I'm ready for adult talk, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, type of a thing. And because to your point, your, your social aspects changes and that's exactly what happens in retirement. Uh, you go from having the social network that is kind of built in to now you have to recreate those. And, and as good of friends as you are at work when you're working, it's kind of built in that you're good friends because you see each other every day for a good chunk of the day where now all of a sudden I have to remember, be intentional about reaching out to Tommy or Sally or whomever mm-hmm. to, to go to lunch and do those things. Uh, and they potentially might not be retired. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. And so now you suddenly don't have the same things to complain about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> together or you don't, you know, they're working and you have, you're free for lunch. So that's kind of figuring yeah. those Figuring, those, figuring those relationships out and making new ones and feeling maybe some some sort of loss yeah. at that beginning well, of and, retirement. And a lot of that, you know, we would suggest that as you look for those hobbies, you know, it's easy a lot of times to think, oh, I'm going to garden, I'm going to read. I'm go-. Those are all uh, individual types of things. And so from the social perspective, many times we would encourage people, you know, look to see what is the park district offering maybe that you weren't, didn't have time to do before, where now you're coming together with another group of people and maybe you're, you have some of that you're social playing pickleball. Everybody yeah. wants to play pickleball. Everybody. Yeah. How about it? How about it? I had to, I had to Google that the other day. Cause I'm like, what is what pickleball? Is like, like I'm picturing it, nothing what I pictured. So it, uh, it, uh, uh yeah, but, that has, uh, really taken off. It has. Yeah. Big time. Uh, and so it's it's uh, really looking to say, uh, of these hobbies and of the things I want to do, how do I have the balance of some of the things that I'll do on my own, but how do I also find that social network, especially for people who aren't joiners, you know, yeah. who uh, – that's just not part of their personality. Sometimes forcing myself to become a joiner, it could just be Bible study at church, mm-hmm. uh, but something that gets me in with other people. Otherwise, it could be kind of isolating. And well, I think about our mom a lot um, with that. Like our mom, our mom, because we're brothers and sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just so people don't aren't like wait, uh, try to follow this you know, in case they don't know. Uh, our uh, podcast producer was like, maybe you guys should like tell them that your brother, <laughs> brother and sister, sister sometimes. <laughs> we just drop yeah. that in. Yeah. Um, but I think about mom after dad passed away and she kind of lost her safety blanket going to events. Oh, for sure. You know, so it was really hard for her to go to even things she had to like a wake or a funeral or yeah. going to even church yeah. at first was like, I don't know how to do any of this by myself. Yeah. Um, or even just if your spouse doesn't even pass away, but just things are different. They are way different. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because, uh, I thought that one of the things that she did that I was super proud of her for is she, she, uh, kind of had a 
uh, thing where she wanted to do all of her firsts in the first. Yeah. Uh, do her first time going to church alone. First time, you know, in the first year of uh, Just get it over. Following Rip that. the bandaid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I think that when you look at the retirement picture, a lot of it is similar. Mm-hmm. Where you know, if you don't start out of the gate doing things, it only becomes harder, yes. right? If you're a little intimidated to show up to the first uh, gym class, exactly at, at Orange Theory or gym, wherever yeah. you're going, uh, yeah, it's only going to become harder, and you only become have more of an excuse yeah. not to do it in the future. And so, our encouragement is kind of come up with a game plan uh, right out of the gate that says, "Here's what I want to work on," and. Uh, you know, one of the things that we think is is really helpful for that health span uh, is when we have people when they retire, they kind of carve out and say, you know what, I'm going to learn one thing new every year. Uh, maybe this year I'm going to learn how to play the guitar, or maybe this year I'm going to take an art class or whatever. And, and maybe those things aren't your thing. Maybe it is, I'm going to go to uh, take a business class because I always wanted to understand how something works uh, inside the business world at the local junior college. But, you know, things that are going to continue to let your mind grow uh, along with just things that are fun to do, like playing with grandkids and that stuff. Well, and that kind of opens yourself up for a more social network too, like joining a gym or taking a class, like you're suddenly around people again also. Yep. And I think that can you know, it's kind of any habit is hard to break. If you are kind of hermity and stay home, that's way harder after a year to hundred percent to break out. If you order dinner every night, that's way harder after a year to break and start making dinner again. Yeah. So it's kind of, um, yeah, it goes hand in yourself. hand. No, absolutely. And, and, and that's not saying change who you are. Uh, you know, for me, I love to read. Uh, I read every night. Uh, I could probably, if we re- if I retired, I could probably spend half of my day doing things that were my just to me, whether it be reading, writing, uh, doing those kinds of things. But so I don't need to stop that. But I do need to introduce and say, okay, now go do something that is tough or outside of your comfort zone uh, that's going to have you grow. Because as you, if what we find is that uh, as people retire, if they start living their lives looking backwards. Uh, that that starts to be kind of a downward spiral with being vibrant and active and those things. If they live their lives looking forward and saying, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to be a part of tomorrow? How am I going to enjoy tomorrow? You know, those things. Or or five years from now, hey, I'm looking forward. I want to take my grandkids when they get old enough to Disney, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not going to be old enough for five years. But let's start planning now or now, thinking about yeah. it now. You know, being that future-minded uh, versus history-minded really helps to for people to have that longer health span, not just lifespan. Well, and like you said, that's perfectly okay if that's what you are intentionally wanting from your life. Yep. You know, if you're intentionally saying, hey, I spent 40 years working very hard. I want to just sit on my couch all day yep. <laughs> for, you know, maybe that's not so health, healthy with the health, <laughs> yeah, health yeah. span. But if, you know, if your plan mm-hmm. is to, I want to stay home all day. I don't really want to see people. I was client service for 40 years. I yeah. don't really want to talk to people. That's Perfectly, perfectly fine absolutely. if that's what your intentional yeah but don't let it is. just happen right yes uh, you don't want to be stuck in a rut it's yep. you know you want to choose that and I, I just think that's so exciting i have to even i'm obviously not retired but i have to actively remind myself that like you get to choose the life you want 
Absolutely. And I think that is so exciting. Like w- design the life you want even before retirement. Yeah, 100%. Like, we, we we think that a lot. You know, and I think what happens is uh, as people, we, we get put into these boxes of how things always have been or what I think is okay or whatever. And or if what I, everybody else says I should. Should, do, yeah, or, exactly. Uh, and, and I think a lot of times if I take a step back and I think about, you know, what would I really want? What would I really desire? Uh, and all those things that people say, well, when I retire, I'm gonna, why, why not say tomorrow I'm gonna, you know, and, uh, and a lot of times you can find ways to have that intentional life and the way that we picture it, uh, and what we would like to help people to, to do is really kind of say, what life do I think God created me to live? And then how do I put that into action in my, my everyday choices? And, uh, sometimes we talked about, uh, climbing the mountain, you know, well, a lot of times being intentional with that means recognizing, hey, I'm much more fit at 65 than I'm going to be at 85. And so all these things that are on my list, let me try to do them and front load those yep. in the beginning part of my retirement uh, when I can be active and, and more likely to be able to physically do them. Yeah. Even just, hey, I have this goal of running a marathon. Well, I can only run a 5K at this point. So what? Um, I, I'm i thinking about walking a 5K, right? Like uh, We were just talking about that this weekend that everybody says, oh, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to run a 5K. Like, mm, you mean slow jog. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I don't think anybody is really running. running. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least maybe not people in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Sarah. Yeah. I guess Sarah yeah. runs. Yeah, we've got, well, and that's the thing that, uh, that is so crazy because I th- I think about those things and like now uh, at forty five, uh, I my picture like I can picture retirement and uh, picture playing catch with my grandkids like I did with my own children. I can picture getting on the floor and wrestling with them or playing with them. Uh, you know, one of the things we always did at our house was uh, I would throw the kids in the pool. It yeah. was they they loved it. It was just. But then I'm like, oh, crud. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to do that when I'm 70, uh-huh. then at 45, I better start making some changes yeah. so that I can do that at 70. <laughs> okay, uh, Timmy. Let's yeah, here <laughs> we go. Let's practice. You know, like, to keep throwing yeah. uh, you know and, and so I think that some of those things, like we can constantly be thinking about, oh, when I get there, when I get there. But really, it's, it's kind of set yourself up so when you get there, mm-hmm. you're prepared to do it. And some of that might even just be laying out what do I think those things are going to be. And then again, laying out that timeline. Okay, for the first six weeks, I'm doing nothing but sitting around. But then I, I'm going to start looking for planning a vacation or yeah. doing my gardening work or planning, you know, uh, time out. Especially having those conversations if you have a spouse or with your kids or whatever that situation is of what your expectations are. I tell Alex all the time, my husband, hey, look, when I'm 60, when we're 65, like I still expect to be like, good. Like we're still doing lawn work together. We're still, so now that we're 31, like we have to, what changes are we making (laughs) or how are we setting ourselves up now? Because I want you to do that with me. Exactly. And I don't want to have, you know, I don't want to resent you for not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and the thing is that, uh, that as you think about those things, it, it, it's never too late. But it's also never too early. Right. You know, so what can happen many times is we see people that say uh, they use age as kind of an excuse and it can work both ways. They can say, oh, well, I can't do that. I'm too young to do that. Nobody's going to ever listen to me. Or they say it the opposite way that would say, well, I can never do that. I'm too old. How can I ever start that? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and one of the things that we try to 
try to think about or say is, you know, the next pick a time period, the next five years of your life are going to go by whether you want them to or not. Yep. So at the end of that five-year period, do you want to be able to say, I'm a nurse or I learned how to play the guitar or whatever? Uh, maybe you learned to play the guitar. I said that twice now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. you want to. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, but you get to say, you know, where am I at at the end of that time period? And you're never too old to, to do those things. And so don't let retirement be one of those things that you kind of say, oh, I don't want to do that uh, because I'm past the time to do it. No, you, you think about I'm going to live to be 85 if I'm 65, yeah. I still have almost 25% 20, yeah. of my life left yeah. uh, on this planet. Why would I cut that 25% short? Let yeah. me... Why are we calling this the finish line? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, this one at least uh, was a little bit more exciting than than talking about some of our uh, deathly episodes. Or... Yeah. 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 Or, or what, what happens in catastrophe or all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. And, you know, just to give uh, credit where credit's due, you know, I mentioned that concept of uh, lifespan and health span and that kind of stuff. There's a book out, uh, it's called Outlive uh, by Dr. Peter Atia. Uh, if anybody's looking for some science behind how do I increase health span versus lifespan, that's where that concept came from. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. How about that? Yeah, for sure. Can... Uh, they can find it that for way. For sure. So hopefully, and if uh, you ever need a book recommendation, Tim is definitely your uh, <laughs> definitely your guy. All the time, he'll have he'll come in to work and have all these ideas, and then next week he'll read a different book and he comes in with a whole <laughs> yeah. other list of ideas. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, sometimes I think they, they they think I'm like I don't know. It has some sort of like short circuit in my brain or something because I'm <laughs> like jumping I'm going to turn the off uh, that Amazon power buying uh, <laughs> <laughs> buying books. So <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. No, um, but before we wrap this up, do you have any final closing thoughts before we kind of send this? To Retirement is an exciting time. It's you very know, exciting. It is. It is a time when you get to choose again what life do you want to live and how do you want to spend your time. Uh, and so enjoy it. Look forward to it uh, and embrace it. And and if you have questions or if you say, "Hey, I don't know how to do this," you can talk to your friends about it. Like I said, look at the uh, local park district. Or as financial advisors, we see clients in retirement all the, all time. the time. We get lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can probably spend a few minutes just asking you some questions about what you're into and things, and and really help to develop uh, some ideas. It doesn't have just money stuff we talk about. It can be all the fun stuff. Maybe too. we should like make a matchmaking app or something. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Match uh, some retirees together yep. for, for with similar interests. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we hope you found this uh, episode valuable. If you did, please like and subscribe our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Um, Until next time, we hope that you are well. Thank you.